Hello, listeners. Welcome to Mondays with Mo. I'm your host, Don Kennedy. Our podcast is about the University of Central Missouri, admissions, and all things UCM. My guest today is Steve Shattuck, head coach of the eSports team at UCM. Hi, Steve, and welcome to our show. Hey, Don. Thanks for having me. Um, Steve, please tell us uh, about your background here at UCM. I've actually been here for quite a while. Um, I've been a faculty member for 21 years now, and I was actually here as a student about 30 years ago, and so I came to UCM and I've never left. I've loved this campus, love this community. It's a long time. That's awesome. So if you would tell our uh, listeners how eSports got started here at UCM and your involvement in getting them started. Oh, sure, sure. Uh, In spring of 2019, a colleague came to me because I was the advisor of the UCM Gaming Network, so the club on campus that games. And she had mentioned and showed me an article that Mizzou actually was starting an eSports program. And so I read into that, uh, noticed, thought that would be a great idea for our school too. I mean, it's a great way to get students involved. And so um, I started checking with the powers that be, see if we could do it. And over the course of about six months, uh, got the the team up and running. So for fall of fall 2019, that was our first team, yeah. We started with 15 members, and now we're up to 40. So it's been progressing pretty quick. That's a big progression. Oh, yeah. Um, So how much time each week does the team spend in in practicing? Okay, so each uh, team member has to at least spend 12 hours in practice, but it's not just 12 hours of gaming. So each uh, three-hour practice session, we do uh, usually at least an hour of video reviews or strategy, and then along with some some play time, too. So... We really, um, the teams take it pretty seriously, and so we really, we watch our own videos, we, we, we read about the, you know, the newest releases on the games, all sorts of stuff to try to improve ourselves as we're playing, yeah. So, do you have any requirements for people on the team, such as uh, you have to maintain a certain grade point average, something like that? You, yeah, definitely. I, but the purpose, the main reason I wanted to start this is because um, I really want to bolster our STEM numbers. I really think and most of my esports team members are actually computer science, cybersecurity, software engineering, and I don't want it to hurt their academics. And so I make sure that all of our team members have a minimum GPA of 3.0 at all times. And so if they get even close to dipping below that number, um, we do study halls, we do tutoring, that kind of thing to make sure that academics still come first. Steve, I've got a question I thought of that's not on my list here that I wanted to get to before uh, I forget it. So when you think of gaming, at least personally, I think of a joystick in that. Is <laughs> that that is that what you guys do, or yeah, is that actually, different? Actually, no. It's mostly on PC, so it's mostly computer games. But we actually this year added uh, NBA 2K, um, so we play that on Xbox One, and we also added Smash Brothers. So we've actually kind of deviated from just PC games now. Uh, so actually, you can do it in any kind of game as long as there's a a network that you can use to play against each other. So it can actually be in any kind of format. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what leagues does our team participate in? Well, right now we've actually got seven titles, and so all uh, so many different leagues. Um, uh, right now, for example, our Rainbow Six squads in three different tournaments. Actually, this ended three different tournaments. And so it's not like traditional sports where you actually, like we're in the MIAA, where we play the same teams every year. Uh, this, every semester, the, the types of tournaments change. And so we actually um, search them out right at the beginning of the semester. We look for uh, cheaper free ones to get into, and then they all are ran differently. And so some you actually have a season, and then you could make the playoffs potentially. Some are just a big tournament, like a 64-team you know, tournament. And so they all vary from game to game. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, can you tell us a, a little bit about each of those games? I'm not, I'm not a gamer, so I don't really understand uh, the games. Just kind of give us a little tidbit about each of those yeah, seven. Sure, sure. Um, well, right now what we have is we have Overwatch, which is like a first-person shooter game, so it's a 6v6. Um, we've got Rocket League, which is like soccer with cars, and so you have a three-person team where you drive these cars around and, you, and it, the rules of soccer. Um, we've got Smash Brothers, which is like a fighting game. Um, we've got um, Rainbow Six Siege, which is a first-person shooter, but there's more strategy involved. You, you actually set stuff up on the map before you actually get going, and so there's a lot of strategy involved on it. Um, we've got NBA 2K, which is just playing NBA games. Yeah. And we've got Valorant, which is also another first-person shooter. Um, and we've got League of Legends. That's um, where you have a team of five that uh, you have a map, you go down different lanes, and you try to take out another team of five's um, core, their towers and their core. So quite a, bit, a variety of different kind of games. So for, you know, different kind of gamers like different kind of games. And so we try to appeal to everybody. Yeah. Sure. That sounds like a wide variety, like yeah. you said. Mm -hmm. So uh, amongst our team, you said 40 people. Do you have multiple teams in each league, such as an A, B, and a C team? Uh, and a few of them we do. Uh, right now, our Rocket League team, since there's only a team of three, actually has a black and a red squad. Um, we don't call them A and B. Like, mm -hmm. the one's not better than the other. But, um, but that right now, that's the only one. And then in the uh, spring semester, we'll have two Rainbow Six teams. So they'll have like a red and a black for Rainbow Six. But for most of our squads, um, I went for breadth instead of depth in the games. So with only 40 members, that actually is pretty much just one team per game, unless the game has a, a low number, yeah, like Rocket League. Okay. Do some of the students participate in more than one of the leagues? They're actually not allowed to for the most part, um, because again, uh, at least if, if for our rules, we don't allow them to, because they need to practice 12 hours with their game. And I would never ask a student to practice 24 hours. It just wouldn't make a lot of sense with schooling. So, uh, so each team member is kind of locked into one game and one team. Okay. I'm sure you hear this a ton. Any coach, are there scholarships available? There are, definitely. Um, we get a $500 each team member. So once you make the team, you get a $500 scholarship per semester that you're on the team. And that's whether you're on the A team or the main team or an alternate, everyone gets the same scholarship. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the process for a a team member to try to get a scholarship uh, you can you apply so what we do is we about three months before the semester starts we release our application at www.ucmo.edu forward slash esports so pretty easy to get to it and also on all of our social media which we'll talk about I'm sure later um, and there's an application to fill out so what happens is that each um, applicant gets looked at by our team captains and then if the team captain um, looks at your ranking and, um, and tries you out and you feel like a good fit for our team, then you come to me. And I do an interview to make sure that your character is good, that you understand what the, you know, what the restrictions are to be on the team, that you know what you're getting into. And if you pass through all the levels, then you make the team and then you start practicing day one of class. You mentioned the term in their ranking. Can you expand on that a little oh, bit? Oh, sure, sure. Um, most games you actually have a, a rank to the kind of a competitive rank that gives you um, gives people a sense as to what level you are of a gamer for that particular game, and so for example, you could have you know silver level, gold level, platinum level, and then it just keeps moving up. Um, right now, most of our team members are in the highest or next to highest ranking in um, in their games. Um, it's pretty it's pretty competitive out there when you play other universities, and so we do look for the best players to play. It's not just about only you know how good you hit your ranks, but it's a very important part of it, of course. Yeah. 
you want the best player you can get if it's a good quality student and player. It's, it's amazing. That's what we really want. Yeah. Sure, sure. So um, if the pandemic wasn't going on right now, would you be traveling to competitions? Actually, we don't travel too much until it's playoffs. So one kind of good thing about eSports is you can do it somewhat cheaply because you get to do a lot of your tournaments from your arena or from home. Um, but if we do make playoffs and tournaments, yes, there is our like, national places you go and you actually compete in an arena. And so with spectators, with people watching, yeah. Um, we haven't done that yet. Sure. <laughs> Hopefully we will, but, yeah. but right now most of it's non-travel, yes. So tell us a little bit about our gaming facility. What's that uh, like? Right now we started um, fall 2019 with the cybersecurity lab. It's one of the best labs on campus, uh, state of the art. Um, and, but our team's gotten so big, so we actually use three different rooms in WC Morris, three different computer labs. Uh, the eventual goal is to have our own space on campus that's just dedicated to eSports, but it's gonna take some time, I think, to get to that point. So right now we're using three of our best labs um, in the computer science department um, and, and running the games through there. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of comparing this to a baseball team. If I'm a baseball player and I'm a catcher, I'm gonna bring my own catcher's mitt or glove. Uh, does the team members bring their own gaming equipment, or is that provided by the program? Uh, you can actually, the, the basics are provided. So, okay. um, but what you'll find is most of the players have their own gear they want to use. So it's really personal to them. And so they'll bring their own keyboards in, their mouse pads in. They just, they have their own setup they like to use. And so, of course, we allow that. Yeah. But if, if a student doesn't have that stuff, then yes, we have the stuff for them. Okay. So uh, a student comes here. They're 18 years old as a freshman and, and on the team. Typically, how long has a student been playing their game? Uh, and actually, that actually varies too. Some students pick up games really fast. And so we'll have students run through the rankings and shoot up the rankings in a few months, whereas some will be playing for years. And that all just, again, depends on the games. Um, a lot of these games we're playing right now have been around for quite a while. And so okay. I, it wouldn't surprise me if students have been playing for five or six years, you know, or since they were 12 or whatever, if they're 18 sure. at that point, yeah. Yeah, but again, that does vary. Are there high school programs? Do students play at for their high school? You betcha, yeah. There's actually a new um, group this year that was put together, Missouri Esports High School Association. So they actually have their own Discord channel and stuff where they actually um, play amongst high schools. And, and so that's actually a good feeder for us. So I actually search that Discord looking for students who want to come to UCM and play for us. And so it's, it's a good lifeline or good you know, recruitment line you know, from the high schools. Sure. So if I'm a fan, how can I follow the team? Uh, all over social media. So we're on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Facebook at UCM Esports. We're on Instagram at UCM Esports 1. And then our webpage, I mentioned it earlier, www.ucmo.edu forward slash esports. Any of those places you can get all, all sorts of information about the team. Yeah. Okay. So uh, through that social media, can a fan follow during the competition? Sure, sure. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention YouTube. So we have UCM Esports team on YouTube that actually, we don't do it live on YouTube, but we actually put all of our old videos on YouTube so people can watch them if they want to go back and look at stuff. We also have player profiles on YouTube, so if you want to get to know the team, that kind of thing. Um, but we've actually been broadcasting live since the, almost the beginning. Um, so um, in our spring semester, for example, this past year before the pandemic really kicked into overdrive, um, we had every, every match we played was live. So we, we streamed them all through Twitch on our channel. It's changed this semester uh, for a couple of reasons, the pandemic, of course, but we also have a lot more games now. So with seven games and about 12 to 15 matches a week, we couldn't stream them all live. So 
um, probably starting in the spring. We'll do some of them live, some of them to tape, live to tape. And so, but you'll be able to access any of the live ones on Twitch and then any of the taped ones or on YouTube once, once we get them out there, yeah. Okay. So uh, does the team just compete against MIAA schools or do you play in leagues against other schools? And Actually, we don't play against MIAA very often. We just had a, actually a rivalry weekend a few weekends ago against um, Missouri Western and Northwest. Those are the only other two MIAA teams that I know of that actually have esports teams. And they're not actually even in our, in, our, in, our, in our conference. So we're actually members of what they call the National Association of Collegiate Esports. It's about 200 universities throughout the nation, where, and, that, and that's primarily where we compete, but that's not it. Um, for example, um, we, in, in our Rainbow Six tournament, we've played University of Michigan, we've played Texas Tech, we, we actually got knocked out by Purdue, so I mean, we're playing some of the big squads, which is actually kind of cool about esports. You don't get that in athletics. The Division II team's not gonna be playing a bunch of Division I teams in athletics, but in esports, we play anybody. Yeah, so it, it makes it, makes it really competitive and also makes it kind of fun for the players to actually get to say, oh, I'm playing Michigan, you know, I'm playing Purdue. Yeah, they really get proud, you know, pride, you know, when, when you hear that kind of stuff, you know. That's awesome. Steve, what's the best way for a potential player to reach you? Uh, the website's the best place to go. Uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, apply at the website. Um, it also has my contact information. And so uh, it's just send me a personal email. If you want to send an email to the team, uh, we all have our own Gmail account, so it's just ucmesports at ucmo.edu, and then it'll also come to me, so. Okay. Uh, Steve, is there anything that we didn't cover you feel like we need to tell our listeners? Um, I, th I think a lot of parents especially, if they're, they're worried about their student wanting to be on an esports team, I think they need to understand that our whole goal is to make sure the student enjoys their college experience and makes it through their college experience to a degree. So I'm very focused on making sure that this is just a supplement to their, their academic career, that this is just a way that they can feel like they're involved on campus. Um, and maybe, because a lot of gamers don't usually feel that way on, on college campuses because they kind of sit in their dorm, they, can't, they game, and they don't always feel like they're part of the school itself. I think this gives our students that are like that a great avenue to feel like they're part of UCM. And so I would, I would caution parents to think that, okay, my student's gonna go just play games all the time, no. It's just like any other sport. So esports, think about it like it's football. Football is a game, but people don't you know, question whether you should get a scholarship for football. People question whether you should get a scholarship to play esports. And I would just caution people to realize that they're going to be competing. They're working hard. They're doing strategy work, uh, and they're keeping their grades up. So I think they deserve it just like any other athlete would. That's awesome. Steve, thanks for taking of the course, time to join us today. I have enjoyed our time together. Uh, join us next time on another episode of Mondays with Moe.